Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Roy. Merry Christmas. It's the Christmas show. <laughs> you know, what was that Andy Williams song? It's the most wonderful time of the year. For who? It's the most. <laughs> <laughs> Nick used to make uh, tapes because Nick is, uh, if, if anybody that listens to the show, Nick knows that Nick is in radio. But Nick had his own radio shows in New York. And Nick would make these Christmas tapes for us to play in the businesses that we own. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And we had a ritual at the end of Christmas, right on Christmas Eve. They'd take the tapes because they were on cassette tapes mm-hmm. and they'd burn them. <laughs> <laughs> because that's all the staff heard for, I think it was the whole month of December. I think the, the aim was oh from God. December 1st to the 24th, so for 24 straight days, because I think you were open seven days a week, right? We had that. It was like burnt into your brain. <laughs> yeah. They were just as the cassette tapes were as burnt as the music was in their brains that worked at Roy's stores. I- Somewhere I have one. I kept one out of the hands of the pyros. <laughs> <laughs> no, we need to archive this. You never know. One day, Nick and Roy will have a radio show and, and podcast. And look, here we are. Yeah, right? Oh, my God. So many years later, little did we know. We were, You know what? We were way ahead of our time. But today, we're going to uh, celebrate the season that is to be together. And Roy and I have been best friends for over 40 plus years, as you know. Um, we're assuming you've been listening to the show along, but if this is your first time, welcome and wait till you hear, wait till you hear and see what your Christmas gift is going to be this year. We're going to look back at some of the highlights of some of our, our most cherished, um, cherished interviews and, and conversations we've had with some very interesting and albeit useless. We, we wanted to remember the guests that were on our show because we, Nick and I were just talking yesterday and how amazing it is that these guests who go on a lot of different shows they remembered us they some of them left us voice messages uh wishing us merry christmas and all this goodwill and some sent us letters and and christmas cards it's just fantastic it was wonderful interviewing and meeting all these people but and 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 we're blessed to have have the ability to do that but um, it's Christmas time, guys, and we, we're, we interrupt our regular type of show to do this. And uh, you, I think you guys will learn a little bit more about Nick and I, too. <laughs> You're so, what do you mean we, we'll suspend our regular, like our show is really regular with totally useless information? Oh, yeah, there's nothing regular about us. <laughs> but, but we do appreciate, what we do appreciate is this, and, and this is the time we are a year where people reflect on things and make lists and whatever. What we like to do is we like to share with you, because it, it is the season of sharing as well, some of those moments. And some of the moments that, uh, although Roy and I prepare a show, we don't script the show, we only agree what the topics are. We don't reveal what the uh, facts are for each topic. And so today, we're going to do something like that where we're going to say, wait a minute, what was that episode about? And then we'll play you a clip of that so you can enjoy it a second time just like we did. Yeah. 
One of the people who did leave us a voicemail message was uh, Richard Krauss. Now, he works on as part of the iHeartRadio Talk Network, and we're on that network. We're on coast to coast to coast in Canada, over eight radio stations, and we really appreciate their support. So he is the entertainment uh, critic or reviewer, and he wrote an article about the five things they don't put in cars anymore. And so Richard Krauss left us a Christmas message. Hey, Nick and Roy, it's Richard Krauss, and I'm sitting here with Santa Claus, ho, ho, ho. having a glass of eggnog, and trying to talk him into keeping both of you on his nice list. He's not all that mad at Roy, but he thinks Nick doesn't believe in him because last year Nick said his favorite movie was A Rebel Without a Clause, and Santa did not appreciate that. You're getting yeah. a lump of coal. See what I mean? I've never seen him like this before. Santa's watching you. I'll try and calm him down, get the elves to make Nick something nice, but in the meantime, you both have a Merry Christmas, and uh, frankly, I think Roy's probably going to have a merrier Christmas because he's going to get better gifts. Better not pout. You better not cry. But Nick, think about all the fun you can have with that lump of coal. Merry Christmas, you guys. We'll talk again soon. Goodbye. <laughs> wow. Yeah. He's got that radio voice, you know? He's great. He is. Wow. So I didn't realize that was that bad. My gosh. You know what, Richard? That's the last time you're on. A no, just kidding. He'll be back in 2023. Don't worry. And Richard seems to know for sure what my Christmas cheer is. It's It comes in a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Doesn't have a cork. Mine has a twist off top. It was made in Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> well, at our age, I don't think anything is like a twist off, isn't it? We need we need a lot, all the help we can get. But uh, let's remember some of the great moments with Richard Krause on Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy. He wrote a, an article in the Toronto Star, which is why I invited him on the show. And the title of the article was Five Things We Don't Find in Cars Anymore. Metal. Metal? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's six things you don't find in cars anymore. What's number one, Richard? Well, I had to be kind of selective. Metal was just a little bit too general for me. Uh, number one is tail fins. And if you are like me, I love tail fins on cars. I grew up in the 1970s, and there were still tons of cars from the 50s and from the 60s kicking around on the streets in Nova Scotia, where I grew up. And they would have these incredible fins. And I knew uh, someone who actually had one that had 48-inch tail fins. They were the tallest uh, that they ever put on the back of a car. And so I did some research. I found out that uh, they were originated by a guy called Harley Earl, who was a legend uh, in terms of, of designing cars. And he loved aviation as well as cars, maybe as much as cars. So he created these fins to kind of ape the look of the Lockheed P-38 Lightning fighter plane. Sure. So he wanted to give the, these cars a real kind of aeronautic look because in the 50s around this time, people were obsessed with air travel. It was post-war. People wanted to fly. They loved airplanes. So he said, well, let's let them you know, have a little taste of that in their everyday car. And, you know, eventually they went away. They were uh, changing tastes. One of the reasons they took the fins off the cars is that children were injured by the sharp edges on these things, especially as they got bigger. So yeah, fins are no longer with back, us. You were backing up in the driveway and impaled a couple of the kids onto the back of the fin there, you know? But yeah. you looked good doing it. And that's what matters, I think. Yeah, it was Richard, a Richard, I actually worked for General Motors. And um, I, I was able to see the actual original drawings that Harley Earl had made. For Is the that right? Fins. And the original Cadillac fins, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. I mean, cars uh, today don't really look like much to me. They all look kind of the same. Mm -hmm. uh, but man, those you throw a set of fins on them and I'm all into it. Yeah. You yeah. impale the kids. You make kid kebabs. That's well, I right. do that when I go scuba diving, too. I throw a set of fins on. <laughs> no, that's a different kind of fins. What's what? number two in the five things we don't find in cars anymore, Richard? Well, the foot dimmer switch. So it, this came along because there have been dimmer switches of a sort on cars uh, since the 20s. And the creation, the invention of two filament headlight bulbs by some uh, company called the Guide Lamp Company in 1925 uh, gave you know, cars the ability to, to dim their switches, uh, to dim their lights or not. Now, originally it was on the steering wheel. So you could just click with your finger and it would change the light. Uh, then they thought, well, there's all this wide open space on the floor. Why don't we just put it down there? Because back in those days, there weren't a lot of pedals. So they put it down on the floor uh, and it was there for decades until the 1970s. And there was a change to front wheel drive, which limited the space on the floor there. So they put them back up where they originally had been almost 50 years before. But you don't really see them very often uh, on the floor anymore because not only was there not a lot of space down there, but uh, a lot of the American companies wanted to pay tribute or, or I guess, rip off uh, these luxury European cars that had the dimmer switches on the steering column. Yeah. You know, remember they used to look like a little metal can almost that you would see. Yeah, totally. On. Yeah. It looked yeah. like almost like I, I like the starter in a fluorescent light fixture <laughs> on the floor. Right. That's you right. Know, that was pretty crazy. It clicked. Yeah. Yeah, it did. It made a click. A heavy yeah, yeah. sound, of course, because everything was made like a battleship back then. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's when they had metal. Exactly. Now, what was the name of the company that made these light bulbs? It was called the Guide Lamp Company. So what was the girl from Baywatch? What was her name? Pamela Anderson? Yes. Yeah, Canadian. Yeah, Canadian. Funny enough, she drove around with a high beam. <laughs> <on the time. laughs> yeah, where, I wonder where her light switch was. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, Richard, we're a couple of filaments short of a light bulb, if you know what I mean. As you listen, want everyone to know Richard's shaking his head right now. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> well, thank you, Richard Krause. And yes, we are looking forward to 2023. Uh, by the way, you can check out that episode, season five, episode Episode 11, uh, you go to our website, nickandroy.com. You can find it there. Uh, season 5, Episode 11, and of course... Wow. So that was Season 5, yeah. Episode 11, right. Richard Krause. You're listening to Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy, the Christmas special 2022. We thank you for joining us, not only today, but also throughout the year. We thank all of you for your support, even, uh, and we'll talk about this later on as well, some exciting stuff when it comes to birthday messages and something brand new that you'll find on nickandroy.com in the new year but i was thinking about um some of the traditions around the world like we you and i have our own family traditions but in the czech republic on christmas eve this is what happens the women who are unmarried okay they stand with their back to the door and they toss one of their shoes over their shoulder if it lands with the toe facing the door it means <laughs> oh it means they'll be married within the year Oh, my God. If it lands with the heel facing the door, they're in for another year of watching rom-com movies. So I guess it's better than marrying a heel after all. And if, ah. if it's a stiletto and it hits somebody in the head, you have to go to the hospital. So that's in the Czech Republic.
let me tell you, far be it from us to let people down at Christmas time without giving them some totally useless stuff to think about. <laughs> yeah. Nick is into jazz music because he has a lot of soul. Oh, yes. That was a true joke. Okay. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it was, yeah. Norwegian scientists did a complete study on why Rudolph's nose is red. It's not from his heavy drinking? No, you would think. The general hypothesis after this very in intensive study that Rudolph, the reindeer, yeah. suffered from a parasitic nose infection, oh. which made his nose bright red. Norwegian scientists, there's a lot of other things to think about. You're listening to totally <laughs> useless information with Nick and Roy, the Christmas special 2022. Thank you for joining us. We hope you and yours are having a very warm and Merry Christmas. You know who also was a frequent guest on, on our show is, um, well, Jeff Samet. Oh, my God. I, we, we love Jeff. Well, Jeff is, is a host of uh, uh, Canada Now on Sirius XM. But every week, uh, not only do we uh, spew totally useless information on the iHeartRadio Talk Network or, and also here on every podcast platform, but we're also spewing uh, totally useless information on his radio show on Sirius XM. Every week. So Jeff was kind enough very kind enough to uh, to uh, spread some Christmas cheer himself. Hi, this is Jeff Sambit from Sirius XM Canada Talks, host of Canada Now. Nick, Roy, thank you both for being weekly contributors to the show. And even more than that, thank you for all of the useless information that you provide to us all year long. Nobody does what you guys do, and we really appreciate it. Happy holidays to you both. Take care and cheers to 2023. He said weekly contributors. Now, how did he spell that? Weekly like W-E-E-K-L-Y or weekly yeah. like W-E-A-K? Like what we do on this show is weak. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So what Jeff's, Jeff's fun. I, I, I like Jeff because Jeff, Jeff gets our wit. <laughs> you know, he does. Jeff, Jeff, no, Jeff is very similar to us as far as what we think is funny. So here's the thing about Jeff. Jeff is a huge, huge Beatles fan. Like, I think he yeah. thought he was the sixth Beatle or something. This is how much of a fan he is. Yeah. I know there were only four, but he thought he was the sixth. But anyway, in season three, episode 14, Jeff, Roy, and I sat down and we talked a little bit about the Beatles. And Jeff, because you are our guest, you'll go third. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just getting kidding. ready. <laughs> All right, Jeff, go ahead. Go ahead, Jeff. No, no, you, you that's okay. First. So here's here's something that happened. This actually happened on my show. Like this isn't something. I have a bit of a theme to the facts that I, that I, I would be uh, giving you guys. Uh, I I went with a, a song theme. Like I wanted to come up with facts about various Beatles songs, and uh, one that I didn't know that I didn't read about. I'm not sure if it's in, in any book. Uh, apologies if you did know this, but I didn't know it. So I had Peter Asher on my show. And Ooh, Peter oh, Asher, cool. of course, of Peter and Gordon. He's got a show yes. on, on the Beatles channel on Sirius XM. So I had Peter Asher on my show. Of course, we were talking Beatles. And he was telling me a, a story because, of course, his sister Jane, Jane Asher, had gone out with Paul McCartney. And Paul used to stay over at the Asher house all the time. They, they, they loved him. And Peter Asher's mom, I believe, was like a, a piano teacher or played the piano or something. And nobody ever used the piano. The piano was in the basement. She was the only one that would ever use it. Anyway, so she had this piano in the basement. And Paul was really the only one that would ever use it other than her. So when he would stay over, 
he would often hang out in the basement and just kind of noodle around on the piano. There were times where he would actually do a bit of writing. Every once in a while, John would come over. John Lennon would come over, and as Peter Asher was telling me the story, he would say, you know, sometimes John and Paul, they would get together, and they would, they would be writing. There was one time where they were writing, and they were in the basement, and Peter was home, and Paul knew Peter was home, and Paul said, you know, yelled up to Peter, said, hey, Peter, come down and hear this song. So Peter came down, and they had just written this song, and they played it for Peter Asher, and, uh, and it was, I want to hold your hand. And so I said to Peter, are you telling me that you are the first one to have ever heard the song, I want to hold your hand? And he paused and thought about it, and he went, well, I suppose that's true. Wow. So Peter Asher was actually the first person to ever hear the song, I want to hold your hand. Can you imagine being the first person to have ever heard a song that everybody knows in the world and, and and generations have since heard of. Have you heard Have you heard this show? You've heard my jingle, science, science, science. I, Nick was the first to hear that. <laughs> right. Yes. And I've been in therapy ever since. I know you've heard of the Beatles, right? Yes. Everybody's heard of the Beatles. Of them, yes. But have you heard of Johnny and the Moon Dogs? No. Mm-hmm. No. What about the Rainbows or no. the British Everly Brothers? I got news for you. When John and Paul finally got together, the Quarrymen was John's band. But when they got together, Paul said, uh, this is my friend George Harrison. So now they started the band. And of course, I think Best was still the drummer. But Ringo comes along and they said, we got to change the name. Why don't we call ourselves Johnny and the Moondogs? And they did for like a week. And then they called themselves the Rainbows. And then they called themselves the British Everly Brothers. But John was really, like, into the fact that Buddy Holly had a band named The Crickets. And John said, wow, what a great idea. We'll call ourselves The Beatles after, like, a bug. So they believed that John picked the name because he was so in love with the music of The Crickets. And so that's what he did. So they changed the name from The Quarrymen to The Beatles, finally, after a few months of calling themselves Johnny and the Moondogs. The Rainbows and the British Everly Brothers. Really. That's a great name, the Beatles. I bet you it bugged the hell out of Buddy Holly. <laughs> <laughs> the song Hey Jude. The Beatles recorded four takes of the great long song Hey Jude. That's the kind of song that if you were a disc jockey on the radio and you really had to go to the bathroom, that's the song you put on. That and American Pie. Because it's like American six, seven Pie. minutes long, right? <laughs> so you, you play Hey Jude. There were four takes to Hey Jude. The first was selected as the master. With the drums intended to be absent for the first two verses, Paul McCartney began this take, unaware that Ringo Starr was not where he was supposed to be, even though the drums don't come in until later. But (laughs) he was unaware that Starr wasn't even there because Ringo Starr went to the bathroom. He needed to go to the toilet. He went to the loo. (laughs) So they started the song, and two verses in, Ringo Starr makes it just in time, and as Paul McCartney once recollected, he said, he was tiptoeing past my back rather quickly, sat down, and performed right on cue, and started the drums in Hey Jude after the second verse. So, let's give you some useless Christmas stuff. Germans made the first Germans und der Deutschland at the Christmas time with the Saint Nick. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my God! Germans made the first artificial Christmas tree. They did. Okay. And they made it out of dried goose feathers. Really? Yes. They would, of course, eat geese, and they would save the feathers, dry them out, and make artificial Christmas trees. Now, the reason, because, of course, they had plenty of trees, but the reason was they needed to stay warm. So they burnt the trees and made the artificial tree out of dried goose feathers. Pretty cool fact. Now, okay, here's another one. I don't know if you knew about this, but the one of the early iterations of the uh, artificial Christmas tree, they used toilet brushes. <laughs> I the, know we had that on the show, remember? Right. So, because when you talked about you know the the artificial Christmas tree, it reminded me of that, right? So, um, yes, exactly. So. Uh, the manufacturer of toilet brushes decided to uh, piece them together. And if you remember the old-fashioned ones, we had this long wooden pole that had holes in them. They were color-coded yeah, like that. and the wires, you stuck the wire into the hole. That's that was right. Drilled, drilled holes in a freaking wooden pipe. <laughs> and then after many years of usage, those holes became wider and wider. And so yeah. the branches sagged more and more, very much like us. Right. I imagine these were brand new toilet brushes. They weren't used. No. but I, if, When Nick and I do the show, and we've done so many shows, 150 shows, nickandroy.com, of course. Now, inventions is one of the many topics that we cover. We have always over um, 14 or 15 topics that were from uh, from inventions to cars to money to science, um, even sex. But remember, we, we keep things nice and clean. Yeah. Here on Totally And use- we do we, we do have sex on, on the show. What? Uh, not Nick and I. Right. Whew. Okay, but then. Uh, we talk about sex, which is pretty much what we do at our age anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, But it's uh, like a Christmas gift. <laughs> sex yeah, is like a Christmas gift. Yeah, it just keeps on giving and giving. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Okay. Sex is like a Christmas gift, Nick. You unwrap it and find out sometimes you're disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes make sure you don't shake the box first. You're listening to Totally <laughs> Useless Information with Nick and Roy, the Christmas special 2022. Thank you for joining us. We hope you and yours are having a very warm and Merry Christmas. You're listening to Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy coming up on our special here, our Christmas special 2022. Uh, I'm going to give you the exact cost of what the 12 days of Christmas, how much it would cost you in today's dollars from you know a partridge in a pear tree and so on so we'll have the dollar value for that um we're going to have other traditions in in uh, around the world what people do around christmas time and um there are some songs that didn't quite make the you know the top christmas song list what's the christmas song with what's your name mariah carey uh i can't think of the title do you know what that is uh, All I want for Christmas is you. All I want for Christmas is yeah, for the yeah, song yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a nut, you know. Yeah. She gets she gets a Christmas special every year. But then again, so do we. So there you go. Now, being part of the Italian tradition, okay, because you know Italians have their own way of celebrating Christmas. Now, everyone's you know Christmas songs are traditionally about what snow, trees, jingle bells, mistletoe. Of course, they didn't sing about all that stuff. They sing about well, a donkey. It's Dominic the Christmas donkey. Or here's another one of those rejected Christmas songs. Uh, nothing says the holidays like a child 
begging his alcoholic father not to pass out under the Christmas tree. <laughs> okay, so thank you, John Denver, for reminding us that sometimes, you know, uh, people imbibe a little bit too much. Like we do during the show. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. You're listening to Total Uses Information with Nick and Roy, the Christmas special 2022. Now, have you ever had a hot toddy? I haven't. Have you? I have had a hot toddy. In fact, believe it or not, my dad made it for me once. I wasn't feeling well. Uh And he said, I'm going to make you this hot toddy. And I think it consisted of like beef broth and bourbon. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Yeah, it was seriously disgusting. It was so disgusting. And my dad said, how is it? And I was like, I don't want to make him feel bad. So I said, oh, it's great. You know, and and I just. I got out of bed really quickly. So it did help my cold because I thought if I had to stay there and have another hot toddy, I'd kill myself. So. How was it, Dad? How was it? Oh, it was great. Here, here, have some more. No. Yeah, and my dad fed a 12-year-old, like, you know, 12 ounces of liquor. Yeah. <laughs> well, so as we talk about hot toddies, here's the recipe for a hot toddy in case you're, you know, you don't feel too well. You need hot water, whiskey, or bourbon, as you say, honey and lemon. Yeah, he yeah. put, like, beef broth in it or something well, i guess you need a protein or something oh and by the way you know you know you said how it doesn't taste too good if you put a cinnamon stick to it it'll it'll help a little bit well cinnamon stick lemon honey and liquor is delicious <laughs> <laughs> new flavor from halls <laughs> exactly i'm going you keep talking i'm going to go make myself a hot dog <laughs> there you go now um let, let's continue with some of these rejected christmas songs this is a song um is about someone who decided she wanted to trap Santa Claus and kidnap him for a year. It's called, well, this is Peggy King and the Mitch Miller Orchestra. I'm going to put some glue around the Christmas tree. No, do not put any glue around the chimney or around your Christmas tree. I have a question. I have one question for you, Nick. Do you remember who Mitch Miller was? Barely. I mean, from years and years ago, did he not have those sing-alongs? Yes, he did. He had the sing-alongs, and he had a show that my grandmother used to watch. Okay. And I can actually remember the guy's face, this squared-off type beard that he had. Yeah. And he was this guy who did these, like, follow the bouncing ball type thing, and my grandmother would sit there and sing the the songs. You know what that was? That was the early iterations of karaoke if you think yeah, about it right? it was Mich- michi michioki michi- <laughs> michi- <laughs> that's right because the words will go up on the screen and they'll have a bouncing ball on on each of the words and yeah. so on as they sang and played the the christmas songs but usually it was around christmas time mitch miller and his orchestra wow so even if you had a show on yeah, i think yeah. it was like friday nights you know, my grandmother would be like, strike up the music, the Pennsylvania polka. Exactly. Wow. So the early days of karaoke. My goodness. All right. Here we go. Uh, as we continue our journey through the rejected Christmas songs on Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy, the Christmas special 2022. This one is a song. Now, you know, country music is a big part of, uh, of uh, Christmas song music, isn't it? A lot of Christmas uh, songs in the in the style of country, don't you think? Yeah, country's kind of that heartwarming, Christmassy thing. You yeah. Know. How about this one? How about this one by the High Plain Drifters? Santa, bring my girlfriend back. <laughs> Sounds like a country western song. And by the way, my dog and my truck at the same time. <laughs> no, that was the sequel. There you go. So please, Santa, bring my girlfriend back. Uh, maybe you she'll... know. I remember singing a Mitch Miller tune one time. Yeah. 
It was very similar to the one that my grandmother used to sing. It was, take off your dress and let's have some fun. I'm about to polka. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. How many hot toddies did she have? These are useless songs. They are. These are rejected, <laughs> useless songs for the holidays. But, uh, yeah. Uh, you now, said you said before that you had the amount of money that yeah. the 12 days of Christmas would cost? Yes. Well, how much? Well, let's do that when we come back. And uh, let me just gather up because I have to get my anding machine Nick, and my Nick, tape. But you said, I don't want to excite the people listening yeah. and get them all stirred up. But you said you have the exact amount of money that the 12 days of Christmas would cost, correct? In 2022 dollars. And, and the it, people have to wait now? They have to wait to hear? They have to wait to hit. Yeah, well, of course. Why not? Because oh. you're listening to totally useless information. With Nick and Roy, the Christmas special 2022. Roy and I are kind of reminiscing on some of the uh, the highlights, I guess, of, of some of the shows that we've had throughout the past, not just this past year, but several years, because we had some amazing guests and good friends. Okay, I will stop teasing you. No more teasing because it's the holidays. It's not It's not really nice. Nick, are you going to tell us what the 12 days of Christmas cost? On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a partridge in a pear tree at the cost of $280.18. as an increase well, of 25% from last year. Of course. Thank you, Joe Biden. On the second day of Christmas, my <laughs> jewel gave to me two turtle doves, $600 for the pair. An increase Whoa. of 33 and a third percent. Wow. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me three French hens at a cost of $318.75, an increase of 20%. Now, Great. if you want a bargain, on the fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me four calling birds, $599.96, the same price as last year. No increase. Yeah, the calling birds. That's yeah. right. Four, four of them for five ninety nine ninety six. I don't like it because they use up all my minutes on my phone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> four calling birds. Four calling collect birds. On the fifth day. <laughs> on the fifth day of Christmas. Nobody knows what that means. No, not at all. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, you have a great point. I don't know who has made a collect call. Uh, anymore? Why don't you send us an email at nickandroy.com, Contact us if you have ever, ever made a collect call. Actually, you can you can email us collect. On the yeah. fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me five golden rings at a cost of twelve hundred and forty-five dollars, an increase of thirty-nine point one five percent. Wow, everything's up between twenty and forty percent. Exactly. Wow. On the sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me six geese a laying seven hundred and twenty dollars. Mm -hmm. I like the geese that are laying. That's right. For an increase of 9.1%, <laughs> always wear protection. <laughs> on the uh, Where would you put it? On the seventh, swan, uh, the seventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me seven swans of swimming. I'll say that without spitting. Uh, $13,124.93, which is the same price as last year. Ah. Okay. So now we got something that didn't go up. And same, well. Not even the six geese are laying. On the eighth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me eight maids of milking at five. Uh, sorry, at fifty-eight dollars. Those are some cheap maids. Fifty-eight dollars, same price as last year. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me nine ladies dancing at eight thousand three hundred and eight dollars and twelve cents, an increase of ten percent. Yeah. Especially if they're lap dancing. <laughs> That's right. Nine <laughs> ladies lap dancing. Wow. On the 10th day of Christmas, my true love gave to me 10 lords a-leaping. 
like this program, $13,980 for an increase of 24.2%. How they figure that one out? Like, what do they do? Go to England and be like, "Okay, what would you charge me to leap around?" Lord? <laughs> <laughs> leap around in some leotards. <laughs> ten, ten lords are leaping in leotards. On the eleventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me eleven pipers piping for a total of three thousand twenty-one dollars and forty cents, an increase of only two point six percent. Yeah. And finally, on the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me twelve drummers drumming. For a total of $3,266.93, an increase of 2.6%. So all totaled, if you just take just those 12 items, it's a grand total of $45,523.27, an increase of 10% over last year. That's a hell of a gift. It is. You know, you know, in the song, my true love in the song was originally meant to be a reference to god oh okay i didn't know that and i read that in in a in a thing that i came up with i also found something else out too the total number of gifts in the 12 days of christmas 364 gifts wow yes yeah so it's not only costly but it takes a lot to get them there could you imagine the shipping charges? <laughs> you know, they they should probably factor that in the next time. That, by the way, this is all based on PNC price index. But I love it. I love the fact that the, the song really does take into effect things that people would probably enjoy, like like lap dancing, <laughs> laying laying some pipe. No, and <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's geese, they're <laughs> saying geese are laying, but they're not saying what they're laying. Uh, no. <laughs> You're listening. Those lords are jumping around. They're yeah, doing some leapfrog. I don't know what they're doing, Nick. They were, but good. it's in tights. You know what? And they're leaping over each other like frogs. Uh-huh. I think that's what they, they're referencing. I'm not sure. Maybe we're watching a different video. Yeah. But- <laughs> <laughs> they were goosed by the six geese are laying. You're they listening. Were goosed. <laughs> they were goosed by the lords are leaping. <laughs> oh, this show totally went down the naughty list. But what the heck? This is totally useless information. With Nick and Roy, the Christmas special. 2022. Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas, everybody. And thank you. 65 countries around the world, coast to coast in Canada. Millions of listeners at this point. Uh, I mean, excuse it's me. Pardon me, sir. Okay. Yes. It's, we have three coasts in Canada. It's coast to coast to coast. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. Right. Three coasts. And, and, yeah. I, I knew somebody that started once as well. Go on, Nick. Give us a fact. <laughs> <laughs> All I want for Christmas is. KFC. It's a tradition what? in Japan to eat KFC. This is not an advertisement for Kentucky Fried Chicken. Uh, it's a tradition. Is it really? It's a it's a tradition in Japan to eat KFC for Christmas, but orders must be placed. Get a load of this. Two months in advance, and the and the reason for this is because it's a luxurious meeting of fried chicken. An associate mm. professor of Japanese studies at the University of Sydney. Rebecca Suter explains that Japan's love affair with Christmas and eating crispy skinned chicken developed in the 1960s because it was economic growth and the idea of having Western foods were new and fancy. So they're like, oh, this is something new and different. So um, although turkey was traditional, but not many families had the space to roast a giant bird as most Japanese kitchens were very small. So mm-hmm. people like opt- the people. Like the people, Nick. <laughs> right. Their ceilings are only like five feet tall. 
Well, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on your perspective, uh, we're not going <laughs> we're not going to uh, waste any more of your time. But we want to thank you very much, sincerely, from the bottom of our, from the cockles of our hearts. We want to yeah. thank you for listening to Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy all year round. Next week we have another exciting, and it's a really popular one. It's bloopers and best of 2022, and in some cases it's one and the same. But we want to thank you very much, and from uh, our family uh, to your family, however you celebrate, whatever you celebrate this season, make it a safe one, make it a memorable one, and we really truly appreciate all of your support and your patience with Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy. And this year was a special year for me with the birth of my granddaughter. So my wife and I are just so uh, blessed to have that happen to us. And so Christmas is a special time to spend with your, your family and your friends. It's, it's the birth of Jesus, but it's also a time to remember how blessed we all are and, and, and the people that we know. And I want to thank Nick for all these years of friendship which has been which has been wonderful. Merry Christmas, I'm Roy. I'm Nick. Merry Christmas to you too. Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast.